Welcome aboard and have we got a cracking episode for you today. This week we are testing the knowledge of our special guest. There are some first impressions of Yakuza Like a Dragon and we get to talking about the news out of the square camp. This is Triple XP. Triple XP. to episode 25 i'm shane and this is mike hello and our special guests this week are the amazing jared and mogan from team chat podcast hello how's it going, how's it going guys how's it going it's going decently well we live in texas of course so it's a beautiful sunny day and we get to go outside and enjoy it later oh man it's so nice here today it's ridiculous yeah. my wife and i got out in our havoc hammock in the backyard earlier and we're just Enjoying the, the sun. It was it was amazing. I was just gonna say, is it ever not sunny there? But like you've just literally come out of like a yeah, Mass we had about one week. Yeah. We had we had one week of winter, like actual horrible winter, and then that was enough. And like then we went right back into spring. All. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, did we so, hear about it as well? <laughs> so oh, Texas man, really? is literally the opposite of where Mike lives then. <laughs> yeah, they get one much. week of sun yeah. a year and the rest of the time it's just grey <laughs> <laughs> just rain I, I mean you laugh but that's a pretty accurate description yeah it's rain and if it's not if it's not rain it's just warm rain in the summer well it's nice and, it's yeah. nice and hydrated then you know <laughs> we, I wish we could have that over here sometimes <laughs> it gets crispy in the summer I, I don't y'all can keep it <laughs> So, yeah. do you want to um, tell us tell us what you're about? What do, what do you two get up to? Uh, Jared's pretty good at this part. I'm good. Okay, I'll do. Our, I can do our little <laughs> spiel. So, uh, Mogan and I are hosts of Team Chat Podcasts. Uh, our little byline for it is a weekly video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. So, uh, we really just cover everything we talk about our favorite games we talk about news we talk about reviews of some older games we do new games as well uh and try to do some like i feel like sometimes we'll do some fun list things well we're, we're like we've done our top uh top 10 games we've done our top soundtracks that we've listened to we do, we've done you know good old favorite weapons a lot of different stuff like that so the episodes of our show come out every tuesday in the morning over here in the U.S. anyway, and uh, and you can listen to those pretty much on all podcast services and also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel as well. So, And we're on all the social media stuff too, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we got Discord, all that fun stuff. So, Spiel there you done. Go. Spiel done. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so just like in, ingrained at this point. Yeah. Been doing this for five years. Oh. Got it. Da- got it down by now. Finally, though, for a while there, yeah. I, was, I was worried I was never going to get it down. I'd still, I'd mess up the interview all over. Uh, not the interview, the introduction all over the place. <laughs> on the on the rare on the that you kind of goof it up nowadays, it's always like so surprising that I actually snap out of my haze <laughs> that I go into during the intro, and I'm like, oh my god, he's messing it up, <laughs> and then I 
always make sure to point out, wow, that was a bad job. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he always keeps me humble. So that's good. just to make sure that the negative reinforcement keeps it happening. <laughs> he just go into my head and make me feel like I'm doing a good job. <laughs> Gotta stay grounded, man. You gotta stay grounded. <laughs> exactly. The thing is, I've been listening to this intro for five years, and if you asked me to do it right now, I, I wouldn't be able to. And I have. I've put <laughs> yeah. you on the spot a couple times for some I'm like, shows. I don't we'll know. Like We'll be picking around or whatever before the, it starts on the recording, and then we're just I was like, "Hey, that's that's good. Why don't you kick this one off?" She's like, "I'm uh, like, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm here, but but am I ever really here? You know." <laughs> I mean, that sounds exactly like Mike. Whenever we discuss him doing the opening, and he's like, "Oh, I just mm, I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel about that. It's not. It's just, just not for me." <laughs> I mean, I will say it's 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 some pressure because it is the normal spiel. And I'm always like, I've got to get it right this time, especially when we do like live episodes or whatever. I feel myself get all like all flushed and stuff before. And I'm just like, oh, God, I got to nail yeah. this. <laughs> it's live. I know. Every other time I could be like, if it, sometimes I have messed it up bad enough recently, even too, where I'm just like, no, we got to do it again. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> well, if you... So uh, if you listen to that spill and you still aren't following them, then um, you should probably go follow them, essentially. But should we uh, move into what we've been playing? Let's do it. As our guests, you guys get to start. So uh, don't mind which one of you goes first, but do you guys want to kick us off with what you've been playing this week? Absolutely. I'll kick us off, mostly just because I just got done. Mike was there. He he <laughs> graciously graced my stream with his presence. So on rare occasion, uh, Jared and I do stream. I shouldn't say rare. We actually do it pretty normally now. Uh, I usually stream on Mondays and Wednesdays, and Jared will often stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I didn't think I was going to stream, stream it this much, but I am addicted to Bravely Default 2. Uh, and I've been streaming most of it, uh, but you know, I'm now I'm at the point where I'm like, man, I've kind of committed to streaming this game. So if there are weird gaps in the story, people are going to be like, wait, I thought you were back on chapter three last time. So I just had a little impromptu stream for that. And Bravely Default Two is probably one of I love the Bravely series. Um, they are stupidly named, but fantastic <laughs> games. Uh, and Brave Default 2 is so far not disappointing me. Um, it, when I first started playing it, there were a couple of things that they had changed from the old formula that I was like, mm, I don't know about this. But now that I've really kind of started to get the hang of it and unlocked more job classes, um, if you're not familiar, Bravely Default is a very traditional JRPG. So it's the turn-based combat, but with a lot of special Bravely flair. Uh, so it's a pretty like high-risk, high-reward kind of system. So if you risk it for the biscuit and you don't do it right, you're going to die for sure. Uh, Bravely Default 2 is significantly, I would say, more difficult than the previous entries in the series. Um, and I've actually died a lot. Like, to bosses, to non-bosses, to super bosses, I'm dying right, left, and center. So it's definitely a challenging game, and I've been having a ton of fun with it. It is a solid game, though. I've, I've started playing it myself, but I'm not particularly far through yet. Uh, um, how? Wait, where were you at? I've just... I can't remember the name of the town, but the second town, the desert town that you go Stop to. Gotcha. I've literally just completed that area, but I am so over-leveled because um, I think I've played about nine hours and around eight of those was just leveling because oh I'm God. a... 
<laughs> I play a lot of RPGs and I get stuck into a grinding formula that I know. Um, oh, and yeah, I'm just, that's that's my jam. Old, especially like the old school JRPG is my jam. So I spent a long time, and I'm um, something like level twenty three or something. Um, oh, okay. But everything that not everything runs away from me consistently. <laughs> so oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm uh, having when, trouble leveling now. When I finished the area that you just got through, I was so I was definitely under leveled because I struggled like nobody's business through basically every boss fight uh, in that entire section. But I finally got to a point now where I'm starting to feel a little over leveled. But definitely not where you're at. I think in the sections you just got through, I was maybe like level 15, well, level 16. I, I was pretty far behind. So you will have a hard time uh, finding monsters that actually want to fight you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I don't, I'm not even grinding to get my level up. It's just every single time I get like a job, um, yeah. I, I'm just like, I just want to max it out instantly. So I spend ages yeah. just maxing that out and then realize I've gone up like six levels. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, this is actually something that I feel like they, oh, I, I know that this was a mechanic, I'm probably going to get it wrong to a certain extent, but in Bravely Default 2, for sure, possibly the first game also, there were a couple of really good quality of life settings. You might even be able to do this in Bravely Default 2, and I just haven't bothered to look for it yet. But in Yielden Days, you could actually turn off the ability to gain XP and or the ability to gain job points. So if you just wanted to level jobs, you could, and you wouldn't wind up being massively overleveled. So I, I'll actually, now that I, I kind of forgot about that, now that I've remembered that that used to be a thing, I'll have to check and see if um, it's somewhere in the settings. It might be. Yeah, I might have to that. It, it doesn't like split the XP and the job, the, the points across XP and the job, it'll like funnel all of them to one, or it just like doesn't give you XP points. Yeah, normally how Bravely Default works is when you finish any given battle, you get both experience points and job points separately. They're their own mm -hmm. separate entities. So it wasn't that difficult then to just pick the setting that let you turn off XP and just keep job points on. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. I would have to look it back up to make sure that I'm actually saying it correctly, but I feel like that was definitely one of the quality of life things about Bravely Default that made me go, oh, this game is the best because they had the ability to make uh, random encounters really, really likely, or zero, so you never had random encounters. That's different in Bravely Default 2, of course, because the random encounter system has been scrapped in favor of enemies are just on the map at all times, and you can either choose to engage with them, or you can literally try to physically run away from them so that you don't have to fight them. The... The other thing about Bravely Default that I, any time anyone talks to me about it, that I always feel was worth mentioning is the absolutely ridiculous over-the-top voice acting. It's my favorite thing it's ever. It's the best. It's so good. <laughs> it's just, there is literally a character that I can only describe Mike as Johnny Bravo um, <laughs> in every way possible. That's so good. It's just incredible absolutely are you, great are you talking about elvis uh no it's the guy oh, which one are you talking the guy about? at the beginning um that you <gasps> take the, the like yeah. one of the bosses at the beginning that you take his the... name is dag d-a-g yeah. oh my god i forgot about him <laughs> and he literally speaks like johnny bravo and it's incredible it's absolutely it's, it's incredible amazing. 
oh my god, I never put it together, but he is like just a, a dead ringer. <laughs> it's honestly the best. Um, Joe, what what have you been playing, mate? Uh, so I've been playing through Assassin's Creed Valhalla still. Uh, I've been slowly making my way through it. I actually just hit like the 60 hour mark today. I think I was playing earlier today. So I hit about 60 hours in um, and I've just been loving that game so far. It's like when I'm not streaming, which on stream, I've been playing Breath of the Wild, my first playthrough of that game. And when I'm not playing that, I'm usually pretty much playing Valhalla at nights and stuff. And it's just got its hooks in deep. That game is so good. And I just honestly had a part today where I was doing one of the sieges and was just going through and just wrecking shop in the combat. And I was just like, man, this, this game, everything about it is clicking. This combat feels so good. It's challenging. I know like I have to be tuned in and dialed in to be able to stay alive and not just get destroyed by some of the bigger enemies you run across. But it was just, everything was flowing. Everything was clicking. And I was just like, man, this game's solid. I'm having a blast in it. So I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time in it. Cause I still feel like I've got a lot of the game left to go. Cause I've done a good job of staying, you know, pretty focused on the main quest, but yeah. I'm, I love in this game that it does the main story in arcs in like very, you know, short, like in very, distinct chapter sections basically so it's like you'll go through and you'll start an arc do the five six something missions that are in that arc and then it's over so then i feel like i'm able to be like okay this is a great time for me to go do some side quests and it's like that just simple breaking it up of the main story has made it feel maybe not feel guilty for being distracted by side quests and also like kind of being like okay cool i just knocked out this big this big quest i'm gonna do two three things collect some armor collect some artifacts do some of the world events and then like maybe spend an hour or two doing that cool let's jump back into the next arc and i'm not like over leveling myself really so it's like keeping up at really good pace with the game so i'm having a blast with it i just finished the uh kent story arc for anyone who's played the game so about yes where about where i'm at at it uh, can, can both of you tell us like when you're out and about in kent is this the kind of like is the valhalla stuff the kind of thing you see on the daily like is this still the case that there's just vikings <laughs> around tearing up shop uh, like current day <laughs> in current day <laughs> what? i want to know if this is still I, a problem. I <laughs> wish there was just in america school about like what other countries are like so we we don't know i i wish it was but what i can tell you is so there is a uh castle uh blockade in that area called mm. rucester oh yeah i just but, i just did that that is my local castle. And when I say <gasps> local, as in what? I can see that from my house. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Incredible. Jared, yeah. he's living I'm in so your jealous. video game. <laughs> I mean, really. But that's kind of what I was thinking. I was even like thinking, I was like, man, this is kind of cool that I'm playing this and we're going to record with you guys later. Because I was like, I could ask you, like, what's that like seeing that stuff? Because I feel like the closest I've ever kind of had to that in a video game as far as like seeing this older part of the country that I live in is like when I, I you know, coincidentally, Assassin's Creed 3. And just kind of like seeing like what an older America looks like, or even like Red Dead 2, I guess. And so, but it's like, especially for you, Shane, like you can see it out your window. Like that's so cool. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? it's literally, a, it's like two roads away. Um, I could drive there in under five minutes. That's oh, um, yeah, that's, that's that's so lucky. That's it so is cool. Super Man. close. And, and it's very like when you look at it in the game, um, it's not, 
it's not 100% as it is now because a lot of changes happened after where this game's set in, in actual real life. Like a lot of changes happened to the castle. Uh, but you, it is recognisable. Like if I was to show you a picture, if I was to go and take a picture and show you it, you would instantly recognise it as the same places in the game. Um, oh. And it's the same with the other one that I, because I don't, because Kent's a big place. Um, but the other one that I definitely have been to and I've seen both in the game and in real life is uh, Canterbury Cathedral, which is also in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's um, that's also extremely accurate to what it looks like. Man, Man that's so, so cool. I have a new idea then. I'm going to go to that castle and I'm just going to make a big sign and like stand on the top of it. And it's just going to say, <laughs> Shane, can you see me? And I'm just going <laughs> to wait for you to spot me. I'm just going to stand up there. Well, it's... It, actually great because they hold well they used to pre uh pre everything going on they used to hold um a like music festival so, or music show there like mm-hmm. every year and they've, there's been some quite big bands there like um particularly like big, big uk bands like little mix have played there and if i open my bedroom window i can actually hear the entire concert from my house <laughs> without ever having to go there which is also mad that's, that's really amazing cool. Yeah, see, I wish I had cool stuff like that. That's that's just one of the things too. Is like uh, my wife and I actually went over uh, and visited the UK and stuff like back in 2016, I think it was. And it was just one of the things for me that was just so amazing on that trip is just how much of this, you know, older history in in buildings is just still there that you can just go look at and see. Like we went to Stonehenge and that blew my fucking mind. Like I, I was just like the fact that this has been here for so long and no one's wanted to just knock them over in the whole time oh, i'm sure you know there's I mean? lots of people like, that have wanted to knock them over <laughs> like didn't go and it's still there and then we went to like tower of london and there was the 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 uh remnants of the old roman walls and i was just like it's it blew my mind that just being able to be that close to such ancient history and everything was just incredible i loved it Jared so loves why, history. Another, reason, <laughs> another reason why i'm loving valhalla because it's it's like that even to a greater extent where it's like oh man i'm crawling around hadrian's wall and like go into seeing all these ancient roman ruins that are here and everything and it's uh it's 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 hitting all the right buttons for me and i just it's another one of those games i just want to stay in forever because it's just perfect so it's a really good time to to start playing valhalla as well so i because i started playing this back in november time when the ps5 came out Mm -hmm. um and i i've been kind of dipping in and out of it um so i still haven't got that much further than where you are um, but there's a lot of quality of life changes that have happened recently for it. So the fact that you can now change the look of your armor. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's actually quite new. That was never in the game to start with, um, which is an amazing feature because especially if you're trying to build a certain type of character, because I'm very, very melee based, but all the mm-hmm. melee armor looks shit to be honest um <laughs> but the ability to have like some of the cooler looking armors but still keep my melee abilities is much better yeah. um plus you've got this, this easter festival on at the moment isn't it yeah. i believe that's just started yep. um and then you've got the new raid mode which is um i've not actually played much of yet have you tried much of that the river raids no i haven't really messed with that much yet um i've i've kind of like I kind of feel like that's more of a side. How much is that like a side thing? Because I was kind of like, that might be what I tackle once I'm done with the game itself. But... So from what I've played, it's essentially the raids that you do on the the little monasteries and towns and that. Mm-hmm. It's just that, but consistently, like you're just constantly raiding. But the more oh. you raid, the higher your like 
river wanted level goes so they start hunting you oh that's cool um and then but you get like special pliers that are specific for river raiding that you can then buy special stuff with um i've not done that much so i don't know too much around what you get out of it um, but i do know there is another mode coming they announced the other day that there's a a new mode coming specifically around the combat mm -hmm. what what is going to be they haven't said yet um and they've announced their first the first dlc oh yeah i just saw that isn't it going to be in ireland set in ireland uh, is no the first one's going to be the uh, the Viking siege of Paris. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. That'll be um, cool. Yes, yeah, so that's that's going to be an interesting one. Um, because that's that's a completely separate map to yeah. what we've got so far as well. Yeah, that's the thing. The other thing about this game, like I've gone to so many areas, I've explored so explored so much, and then I pull up the map, and I'm still like, oh my god, I feel like I still have double that to explore and see, and I'm I'm already sixty hours in. How big is this? it's huge yeah it's a huge oh, map it's great it's a huge map indeed mike that's like um yeah that just leads me on to my game really or one of my many games that i've been playing this week Um i started off the week having great intentions of playing immortal immortals uh phoenix rising oh, oh yeah and I, i've had it for a while i bought it around christmas time for the switch because it was about 30 quid um, but I've just been sitting on it for ages, not played it, not touched it. Um, like loaded it up, and um, initially it was like it's quite good. Um, but then once it opens up, it has that like typical sort of Ubisoft thing where it's like here's hours and hours of content, and just it's just all thrown at you all at once. Mm -hmm. So it just became like overwhelming for me, and I was just like, I'm gonna, I just can't commit to this. Like it just. It just kind of throws you in at the deep end. I'm like, ah, what are all these icons? What do they mean? And it's it's very like that Ubisofty thing where it's just like a thousand map markers and um yeah, it's all just thrown at me. So I decided to just put it on the back burner again and just yeah. play something else. And um I did try Forgotten Anne. I know Mogan, you played that quite a lot recently. Yes indeed. I'm so happy you've tried this. I'm so happy. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I bought it on your recommendation, to be fair. And then, Mogan, you've done a review of it recently, haven't you? I did. Right, yeah. Pretty sure you did. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely, you definitely right did. Because I remember reading it and thinking, I'm so happy that somebody else has uh, <laughs> played this game because it's such a good game. Well, didn't, isn't that the game, Mogan, that Sleepy Snails talked about, too, for a little bit when we were doing our Valentine's Day episode when we had him on? Didn't he talk about Forgotten oh, Game also? Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> no, wait. Was it Sleepy Snails? I thought it was Roro. No, I'm pretty sure it was Sleepy Snails because he was on for our uh, Valentine's Waifus Has Bondos episode. Oh, wow. Got Anne from Forgotten Anne. That's I'm pretty very sure. awkward because I'm pretty sure I tweeted out something that was like, thanks, Roro, for the wreck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops a doodles. <laughs> yeah, uh, Forgotten Man is pretty awesome. Um, what have you been playing it on, Mike? Uh, I'm guessing you're probably not playing it on mobile. No, I grabbed it on the Switch. Um, that's, about... that's, that's good on you. Um, obviously, you know, when you're writing a review about a mobile game, you can't be like, don't play it on mobile. <laughs> <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I was like, this probably would have been a little bit better of an experience either on PC or on a console. And since it's available for like everything now, 
uh, you know, and it's not expensive. No matter where you buy it from, it's a pretty inexpensive game. Think, so yeah, it's about yeah, six you, quid for me. Did, did you say have you finished it or are you still in progress? It's it's one of these games that got put on the back burner again because it's just um, I don't know why. Just the the sort of platformy element of it just didn't grab me, and I got just yeah, initially frustrated with things, and I was just like, I'll just play something else because I'm just. I just like yeah, that. I, I just like if it doesn't initially grab me, then I'll just move on to the next game, of which there are many. So yeah, the main, I mean, main game that a... I want to talk about um, is Paper Mario, which which initially just got his hooks in, and I've been playing it like pretty much all day today. The new one, Origami King. Yeah, the Origami King. Yeah, it's it's the first yeah, time nice. I've first time I've played a, a Mario game, a Paper Mario game rather. Oh, I was about to say what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 great. Like I love it. I think it's like the best looking Mario game to date. Like even better than Odyssey and and all those. Like it is just so good looking. It has this like uh, real charm to it. I think. Yeah, I haven't gotten to play it myself, but I did um, watch a bit of a playthrough of it, and just. Do you, how much do you love just throwing confetti around? Is, oh, is that the best part of it? More games need this. <laughs> more games need confetti. Yeah, yeah. More games need this. Like imagine like GTA, we could just <laughs> sprinkle confetti around. I see. It's, yeah, it's my new favorite sure, game. Sure, we mechanic. got the mod already. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be right. <laughs> I'm sure. Like, was it like Saints Row or something that had like a confetti cannon or something? I'm sure it had one. It had all, all these. Yeah, that that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does ring a bell. More games than you can what a crazy game. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's it's like with most sort of turn-based RPG type games, the tutorial just went on for just so long and it's just so hand-holdy. I'm just like, just let me play. I understand that like how the combat works initially. But there's one point where it tells you how the combat works and like, right, that's great. That's how it works. But then it, it does it again after like a little story beat. Uh, it shows you again like the same thing that you've just learned it's like it's been a while since you've been in combat like let me show you again exactly oh, what no. you already know <laughs> it's like just yeah, let me play annoying. just please i get it I'm, yeah, i yeah. promise I, I just wish that there were a mode for specific games like paper mario or really kind of any typical nintendo title where you can turn on the i'm an adult setting and it just <laughs> yeah. like gets rid of a ton of the tutorial for you because yeah, i yeah. i totally agree those types of things are so like flow breaking and yeah, it's just yeah. an annoyance like i find those those tutorials that won't let you progress and unless you press the specific button it's like press a to do this menu or whatever and it's it's like just okay i get it yeah like just, but just let me do some other stuff let me test out something yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm messing I'll, with stuff. I'm learning like humans actually learn. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. <laughs> I like mean, eventually Mike, you I'm know going to press the tutorials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like the the gameplay itself seems like it it does has have some like real depth to it, like specifically like the combat. Um, it's it's all based in this circle, sort of almost like a puzzle element to it. We have to line up the enemies for certain attack types so you'll so you'll line them in a row or you'll put or you'll group them together in a small block and you'll do like attack with the hammer or like you'll bounce so that if they're in a row you'll just jump on the heads and do like a row of damage um and with the hammer it's like a wider area of effect but so far i've, I've, I've not got super far into it 
but you can tell that there's a lot of like things to come where it's going to complicate this sort of circle circle mechanic of of combat but yeah, yeah. I'm, ex I'm excited to play more of this and it's it's the one game that's like got its hooks in early with like the story and stuff because it, re it really has like some some great sort of comedy writing and stuff in there yeah i've heard the comedy and it's really good yeah i, I actually like had me laughing out loud which is new for a mario game for me I mean, I feel like for Paper Mario, that's kind of part of the appeal because the older Paper Mario games were were kind of the same. The writing in them is hysterical. Yeah, yeah. And you're just not really expecting it because in most Mario games, let's face it, there's not a lot of dialogue or writing. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like a breath of fresh air to be able to actually, you know, have NPCs that actually yeah. talk and have feelings and emotions that you can identify with. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah, so I'm excited to, uh, to to play more of that. So yeah, that's that's my game this week. Shame awesome. What, what have you been playing, mate? Yakuza. Finally, finally got to play this game. <laughs> this after... this is this is like got you written all over it. This game. It is honestly incredible, and there's nothing I dislike. Well, no, that's the that's the that's the lie. There are things I dislike about it, but. <laughs> Um, but th there's the standard Yakuza things that I dislike about it. So, it's, have any of you played a Yakuza game before? Or I aware know. of the series? There are so many, though. I feel like there are 12,000 Yakuza games. Yeah, I don't know where to start with them. That's that's where I'm at with it. I'm just like, probably yeah, zero. There is, <laughs> there is a lot. So, the previous Yakuza titles, um, I don't know the names of all of them, but there's like Kawami, which I think is zero, and then it works its way up to five, I want to say, five or six. Um, yeah, they maybe. all followed this, they all follow like the same selection of characters in the same place, and it's a continuation of a story. Um, then you had Judgment, which was a different character, but he was a detective, but set again, set in the same universe and in the same town. This one completely flips it on its head and essentially is if you if you want to get into a yakuza game but something a little bit different this is the one so this one you follow uh, a member of the yakuza who um very early in the game has to serve a long prison sentence and then when he comes out um some story beats happen and essentially you end up in a completely different town that's not been involved in the, the yakuza games ever before uh, wow. and it's a completely separate mm -hmm. area completely new to the game um completely new characters it's a completely new game uh, and the big change in this one so all the previous ones have been sort of uh, more of like a beat-em-up style like you're running around and just getting to weird kung fu fights of people in the street this one is a turn-based combat game with a whoa. job system whoa what oh, really yeah yeah <laughs> so the main character he is obsessed with Dragon Quest and <laughs> his like when he gets into fights the enemies turn into dragon-esque Dragon Quest style enemies um, oh. or like the game works like that because in his mind he thinks he's a hero from Dragon Quest so he everything like works like that so you have turn-based combat um, which is like kind of you've got you don't have any so when they when it goes into the combat your characters will kind of slowly move around themselves and then you pick your attacks and pick who you want to attack and 
it works in that sort of format. So kind of a little bit like the like the Final Fantasy previous Final Fantasy thirteen, I think, where it was like almost set. You're, the enemy's on one side, you're on the other, and you just make you're not physically moving them around because the uh, you're just picking their moves. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, then there's a job system. So the jobs I've currently got are my main character's a hero. Uh, I've got a second character. His job is a homeless man. Um, <laughs> uh, the third guy is uh, a he's a police officer that got um, the sack. So he's now like a security guard. I think he is. Oh um, and a female who's a bartender. Um, it is honestly one of the most ridiculous games I've ever played. It, the, it's just so comical and so ridiculous in everything that it does. You're essentially a homeless ex-Yakuza working with another homeless man to earn money and uh, try and live with honour. Um, <laughs> I, wow. I have heard so much about this particular game, but somehow it was only ever about how ridiculous it is. I genuinely did not know that it was a turn-based combat system, kind of yep. pseudo-based on Dragon Quest. So now yep. I'm, I was already interested, but now I'm significantly more interested. I'm, I'll have to check that out. It's honestly so good. And like the, the moves are just so comical. So the, the homeless guy, for example, his moveset for his job um he gets he's got a move that's called pigeon raid where he just throws breadcrumbs at the enemy and loads of pigeons attack them Incredible. Um, and uh the other one's pyro belch where he just downs a bottle of whiskey and then burps and sets it on fire setting them on fire <laughs> oh my <Incredible>. god um <laughs> just absolutely ridiculous moves and a ridiculous game there's there is lots of swearing in it there is lots of it touches on a lot of quite adult themes um, particularly around the sort of prostitution in Japan and that sort of element that features a lot in the game. But then mm-hmm. it's a Yakuza game, so it's focused on that underworld element. So you kind of expect it to be have those darker, like more criminal yeah. elements to them. Uh, right. I mean, it still has its issues, though. Graphically, it's still not the be- most beautiful game out there, but then none of the Yakuza's are. Um it does have a few little loading issues here and there, but genuinely, I am absolutely loving it. Uh, and just to just to tie off this initial review, because I, I will come back to this and review it again once I've fully played it. I'm only about eleven hours in, I think, so far. And the Yakuza games are long. Um, yeah, there is, there is. So the when you come across some people in the street and you have to fight them, they change from. They just look like ordinary people when they're walking around but then they change into different forms of enemies when you're fighting them and you can collect uh, like a database of all the types of enemies there's like 250 different types and one of the types Jesus. is called the slippery lube man and it's no! a man <laughs> it's a man in some wire fronts with a uh, blow up lilo bed covered in lube um, oh and <laughs> when you're fighting him there's like a 50% chance that when he goes to hit you he'll just slip up and fall over on his own lube and he literally comes up with slippery lube man slipped on his own lube wow <laughs> amazing where do I buy it's, <laughs> it's just it is honestly incredible I keep considering 
doing a couple of little streams just to show off how amazing it is. Um, but it is, yeah, I'm really enjoying it and hopefully I can come back with some more info in a few weeks once I've had a, a bit more of an opportunity to play it. Please do. I would happily yeah, yeah, attend. Yeah, we need so more, I feel like I need to see this now. More confetti and more slippery lube, man, is what we what we need. Yeah, just confetti. Everything <laughs> <laughs> needs that confetti, and then it'll stick to the lube, and he'll be extra fun. Exactly. Exactly. And then he can, and then he can use the uh, purple dildo bat from uh, Saints Row Three, and then oh my god, well, the ultimate set. warrior. <laughs> talking of talking of purple dildo bats, my main character's current weapon is a uh the the sex massage toy the, there was like the ball on the end he's oh, got yeah. a giant version of one of those wow <laughs> yeah just I incredible and it, it is literally just called giant massage sex toy that is his weapon of choice you know at the moment I, I like the straightforwardness. Why not call a spade a spade? <laughs> exactly. There's no messing about in this game. They know what they're they know what they're doing. They're like, yeah. They know what they're about. <laughs> I've just completed a, a, an entire quest line where I was helping a man who runs a brothel try to find his missing workers. Like oh it literally, God. it doesn't it, it doesn't beat around the bush at all. It's just like this is what's happening. Go and do it. Have fun because it's mental. Yes, yeah, I think I think we're gonna have to play this. It Incredible. sounds too good. <laughs> it is just absolutely great. But anyway, moving on. Talking of incredible games, we've got a fun little game for you guys today. Oh boy! Oh boy! Dun, dun, dun. So, um, what we what we have put together for you is uh, a selection of ten questions. In each question, we have listed free video game titles your task (laughs) is to is to locate out of the three which is the real title two of them are lies one of them is real okay okay once you know which is the real one you then need to tell us what you believe that game is about Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. So we guess the correct title and then give you what we think it's about. Okay. So I'm with you. Are Jared and I on like a team or are we taking these one at a time? Do I need to buzz in? Uh, What what would you prefer? We didn't think this through. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm fine with this just like being on a team and like. I was just going to say I want it to not be team based. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, we can do one at at a time. We can do five a piece, see who gets the uh, highest score. Okay. We can do that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it that way then. Right. Well, in that case, um, I'll take the first one then. So, which of you stepping up first? I volunteer as tribute. (laughs) Okay. So, Joe, I've got you for the questions then. Mike, you've got Mogan. Yeah. So, the first one is Little Fish Blows a Bubble, Mr. Insect Shorts a Fuse, or Fat Worm Blows a Sparky. Which of those is a real game? Oh my god. Okay. Uh, one more time on the titles. So Little Fish Blows a Bubble, Mr. Insect Shorts a Fuse, or Fat Worm Blows a Sparky. <laughs> I'm going to go with the second one. Uh, insect Blows a Fuse. You would be incorrect, sir. Damn it. Oh, it, is, <laughs> it is Fat Worm Blows a Sparky. Huh. 
If it huh. makes you feel and any better, I was going to guess the fish one, so we both would have been wrong. All right, all right. <laughs> that does make me feel a little better. Um, so as... for your second point, what do you think that game's about? Or what type of game do you think that is? I feel like it's some kind of like home renovation or home improvement type game where you know i don't know because all the kind of see uh, the bug one is what like the house slipper but with a, a yeah, large but like, it's like it's a it's a it's a worm or something like eating through your wiring and causing a sparky i you know i don't know all your electricity goes down it's <laughs> i don't know that's that's the best i can come up with out of that title that's the most bizarre title i've ever heard it is pretty bizarre and i can tell you it's an action game where you play as a microscopic worm being chased across a circuit board oh my god <laughs> so i was only minimally close being that i did something about electronics and that's it <laughs> so that gives that gives you an idea of how this game's gonna go okay i see Amazing. so i really did volunteer as tribute then i just got shot down i did like your game idea though that's a good idea right it just kind of sounds like you know for all the, the home flipper inside of all of us i know there's home flipper already but you know throw in worms that destroy your wiring let's see where that <laughs> yeah goes. make it interesting where's that dlc pack it's just earthworm jim but he's given up saving the world and he's just gone to flipping homes exactly <laughs> <laughs> he's decided to stop gentrification one home at a time i was almost gonna say like is this is this game like some you know how like sometimes the movie titles will change depending on which country they're released in i was gonna say is that like some other country's name for earthworm jim <laughs> <laughs> oh amazing right mike right yeah question two with mogan's ready so three titles are catwalk sim vogue model agent or tracksuit manager oh definitely tracksuit manager wow absolutely nailed it (laughs) 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 and so three second point what's what's the game about it's called tracksuit manager (laughs) uh i'm gonna say it's like um tracksuit manager i'm gonna say it's a resource and supply chain management game where you play as the head of a tracksuit factory and you have to make sure that the tracksuits all go out on time to the proper size and color specifications of the order form (laughs) how close am i (laughs) final answer i mean you're getting there getting there it's a sports management sim style game (laughs) that's that that was my first thought, but then I thought, that's too boring. No one would want to play that game. It's literally football manager, but Boo. called tracksuit manager. Really? Lame. Oh, interesting. Oh my god. Incredible. So your your second one then, Jarrett. Tongue of the fat man, hand of the little guy, end of the little women. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Hopefully not the last one. <laughs> so what were the first one? The first two? Tongue of the fat man. Okay. Hand of the little guy. End of the little women. This is a lot harder than I expected this to be. <laughs> I don't know what you're complaining about. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, the first the first one, tongue of the fat man. Yeah, you are correct. 
Yes. <laughs> that is our title. And what type of game do you think this is? Um, I'm going to say it's a dialogue heavy, uh, maybe something along the lines of like a point and click adventure or walking sim, where basically oh. you just go around trying to um, s- spread lies, basically, and just see if you can get different people to believe you. And so maybe you're like a spy or something like that, an unlikely spy, and, uh, you know, just trying to weave tales of the tongue and uh, tripping people up along the way with your stories and making them believe all kinds of things that are wrong. I mean, again, that game sounds incredible, but that's not what this is. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> so Tongue of the Fat Man is a side-on fighting game, much like Street Fighter, Uh-oh. in which the final boss is a fat man whose special move is his stomach opens up and a giant tongue comes out of it. The hell? <laughs> I, gotta look at, I gotta see this. Tongue of the Fat Man. <laughs> No shit. This is a real thing. Okay. I, I mean, we're not make, we, we haven't made these up. Well, we've made. Oh no, up, I'm not. I'm not. not bo- I'm not saying you're you're making them up. But oh my god, this game. Where looks did you weird find these games? Are these just? Is this like shovelware from the Wii? This game looks <laughs> old. Uh, this that's I believe that's a uh, ZX Eight? Spectrum game. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty nine is what it says. Whoa! <laughs> dang. Real old school. This the the art for it is the very disturbing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> the eighties were a wild time for gaming, man. Yeah, I mean, apparently, so one of the fighters looks like a chicken nugget with arms that it walks on. Oh <laughs> yeah, that is. I'm I'm looking at it now too, and I and I wish I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! It's some mental bleach after this. Yes, don't God. love this. <laughs> uh, right, I think it. Oh. I think it was the image that drew me to that one. To be fair. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yes, weird. Mike, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> question four: um, Which one of these is the truth? Inappropriate proposal, back alley simulator, or oh. touch oh. dick? Oh, what was the last one? <laughs> Touch dick. Um, <laughs> back alley simulator. Touch dick and inappropriate. What was the first one? Inappropriate proposal. I'm gonna say inappropriate proposal. <laughs> You'd be incorrect. Damn oh. it! Was it touch dick? <laughs> it was touch dick. Yeah. No, so. <laughs> I didn't want to go. For, I didn't want to go for the obvious answer. <laughs> Should have known. And uh, just for your extra point, what was that game about? Oh man, um, I'm I'm just gonna. Hmm. <laughs> for this answer, subscribe to the Team Chat podcast. Yeah, only. Oh. <laughs> is this one, is this one gonna be on the OnlyFans? <laughs> uh, I will, I will tell you that it's spelled uh, Dick. It's spelled D-I-C. Oh, okay. So a bit of it. Oh, is it like where you? where you touch different dick brand pens and you like draw fun things out of gel color pet pens <laughs> that's my best guess it's an <laughs> art game about different pens from the brand dic it's, isn't it big like bic oh my god you're right <laughs> <laughs> wait i'm changing my answer then <laughs> That was not my final answer and i didn't say so okay this is a game about <laughs> 
Oh, God, I have no idea. Okay, there was actually an anime studio called Dick. They made the original Sailor Moon series, actually. Okay, so you're an animator, and you work at DIC, <laughs> and you go around touching your co-workers inappropriately. Final answer. <laughs> That's, that, that game sounds like incredible, and it sounds like a game that Shane would be all over. Sounds like one of those ones that would get pulled from Steam because yeah, of Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately, they're like, "Nope." <laughs> yep. It's actually a DS game um, based on Dictionary, where you use the touchpad. You assume just pick different words, or it's like a word-based dictionary game. Huh. Well, that sounds a lot lamer than the game. I yep. <laughs> than my game. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a it's a literally an educational dictionary game. That's okay. Very <laughs> misleading title. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, number five then. Attack of the tiny dinosaurs. Oh. Attack of the mutant camels. Or attack of the land sharks. Ooh. Hmm. Jared got a couple of good ones. Those all sound like good games. I know they all. I know. What was the first one? Attack of the tiny dinosaurs. Tiny dinosaurs, camels, and then land sharks. Land sharks. I'm gonna go with land sharks. You gonna go with land sharks? Yeah. Although there is a film about land shark, there is not a game. Damn it. It Aww. is Attack of the Mutant Camels. <laughs> I was going to guess Tiny Dinosaurs because that game sounds like the best one. <laughs> yeah, that game needs to happen. <laughs> 100%. Uh, what are we thinking it's about then? Well, I'm going to say there's some kind of terrible like nuclear fallout that mutates all the camels and you got to put them down. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll yes. give you the point for that. Oh. This is this Coming one's back, actually maybe? <laughs> really appropriate for you uh, to get because it's actually so it's you do fight giant mutant camels um, in a jet fighter and it uses the same system that was used for the uh, ZX Spectrum's Empire Strikes Back game in which oh, you had to take oh. on the the ATATs and they just replaced the ATATs with camels and replaced your <laughs> Fight a plane, uh, your speed a plane thing with a uh, jet fire. Well, how about that? That's interesting. So yeah. I guess yeah, if you want to turn the AT-ATs into something, a camel's a good swap, I suppose. <laughs> Just big yellow camels. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's so like we're currently swap. currently sitting on a. It's it's two to one to Jarrett. Oh yes. God! Okay, I gotta catch up. <laughs> Sweet victory, almost there. <laughs> Right, so six is Princess Tomato in Salad Kingdom, King of Candy, King of Candy Mountain, or uh, the Kitchen Prince. Mm, I'm very tempted to say Princess Tomato because that sounds awesome. <laughs> All right, so it's Kitchen Prince, Princess Tomato, and King of Candy Mountain. Yeah. Oh man! If she gets it wrong. Can I steal? Oh no! <laughs> um, uh, I'm I'm gonna say Princess Tomato. <laughs> You're right, yeah, Princess Tomato. Yes, got it. Um, All right, so the... give me the full title again. 
Princess Tomato in Salad Kingdom. Okay, I'm definitely going to go with them that this is one of those not very high quality, like, kitchen or cooking simulator games where you're trying to, like, cook items to specifications within a time limit, possibly to make money. Uh, no, no idea. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you play, Are you a princess fighting evil tomatoes? That's closer, yeah. You play oh, as... well, too late. <laughs> You play as Sir Cucumber sent on a quest to defeat the evil Minister Pumpkin. Oh my god. Hilarious. <laughs> the, of course. So the evil minister in this has kidnapped uh, the princess and you are asked by the Tomato King, because you are the great knight Sir Cucumber, to go on a quest to Goodness. defeat the other vegetables and uh, bring home the princess safely. I should have just guessed, like, loosely based on Veggie Tales, and I probably would have been close. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still got a point. I'll take it. I was thinking I mean, it was going to be the Candy Mountain one because of that old YouTube video with the unicorn. Yeah, Charlie! Charlie! Oh, man. King of Candy Mountain, it instantly went to, like, Wreck It Ralph and that, like, the Candy King. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah, about that. I went, I went to the, to the same place YouTube. as yeah. I went to the same place as Jerk Mogan went. <laughs> the Charlie video. Yeah. <laughs> Strange times. Um. So number seven. Ninja, baseball, Batman, Samurai, hockey team, Minotaur, soccer. Minotaur soccer. Incorrect. Oh, it, it is. is. Yep, Ninja, Baseball, ah. Batman. Damn it! I should have gone with my gut on that one. It's Minotaur soccer sounds so good, right? It really does. <laughs> really does. So, what do we think that Ninja Baseball Batman is about? Well, I mean, I feel like it's somewhat self-explanatory. I feel like it's a ninja uh, guy who's ninja by night, by day. He is the Bat Boy for a famous MLB team, and you know, he gets his chance to shine one day when the star hitter is is taken out by a rogue fly ball and has to you know prove his worth and all of his years of ninja training pay off for him and he strikes home run after home run. No, damn it! <laughs> well, I was pretty I was pretty impressed with my strong narrative there. So uh, I hope that I feel like you should write video games like <laughs> so change your career. <laughs> so this is a up to four player team based game. Uh, where you battle through a side-scrolling world, much like Streets of Rage, trying to locate stolen artifacts from the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, that actually, <laughs> that's, that's one of I'd the more fun-sounding games. Yeah, I'd play that. <laughs> right, so, so we're still on two apiece. Yeah. Uh-oh. Question right, eight. Tiebreaker in here. Next one. I'm going to get two for two. Right, uh, number eight is Learning with Mr. Globe. Oh, geography learning with Mr. Globe, sorry. Uh, the world with rucksack or travel with trash man. Oh, that these, globe one sounds like it could definitely be an educational game that's these, actually out there. These all sound lies, slight lies to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say, say them all one more time. So, uh, uh, geography learning with Mr. Globe, the world with rucksack or travel with trash man. I'm going to go the world with rucksack. 
Uh, incorrect. Damn, was it the Just Globe that. One? <laughs> no, it was Travel with Trashman. Oh, oh well, okay. that sounds like a game you don't want a part of. <laughs> okay, well, Travel with Trashman then is definitely a game where you play as a trash man and you drive your truck around the world collecting various culturally interesting garbage. That is okay. See, I'm into that. That is that literally is fun. <laughs> Nailed it. What? That is genuinely the that game. So it's a top-down view, uh, a bit like the old GTAs. And yeah, you went around collecting collecting people's garbage. Um, I knew it. <laughs> interestingly, it's the second of three titles in the Trashman series. One being Trashman, where you do it in his local neighborhood. Two being Travel with Trashman, which is obviously going around the world. And the third title being Trashman Through Time, in which oh. he traveled back in time to collect garbage. All right. I will say those all sound like actually pretty amazing games. <laughs> how did, how did <laughs> where in the world is Carmen San Diego beat out Traveling with Trashman? Like, yeah. let's just, you know, how did, how did Traveling with Trashman get sent to the, the depths of the unknown? I want to know. Because that de- sounds if, much if, better. If the devs ever hear this, like I want them to add a uh, Frank Reynolds DLC from Always Sunny. <laughs> I just want to be pure. <laughs> For some reason, when you said Trashman first, I was thinking like Oscar the Grouch kind of character, and I was like, well, I don't like lives in the junkyard, and it's just like, hey, you want to come see what I got? No, I don't know. If you want that. But okay, so, but the actual description sounds much more respectable. Trashman. As, as his job, I understand now. I love it. <laughs> Respectable trash man. So that's Mogan, so Mogan in the lead now. So Jared pressures uh-huh. on me. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you don't get a point on this round, that's it. Oh, oh, no. Mogan would have won. Pressure's oh, no. on. Oh, no. The comeback so, story for the ages, Mogan. Oh, man. <laughs> Cowboy cat, ninja, ninja hamster, or assassin guinea pig? So that's cowboy cat, ninja hamster, or assassin guinea pig. Oh man, I have two. I, I, I'm trying to narrow it down between two. Cowboy cat process like for this. The cutest game ever. My thought process for this is: I ignored my gut. It did not choose the ninja option in my last question, so that makes me feel like I should choose ninja hamster. On the other hand, people also have the phrase. That trying to do something that's impossible is like herding cats. What do cowboys do? They herd cattle. <gasps> so I'm very confused now. But ultimately. Should I heckle? Boo, boo, Jared. Silence, please, Morgan. Think through. Yes, no heckling for the other contestant. <laughs> Could we mute her mic? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go. I, I gotta. I'm gonna go with Ninja Hamster. And he's back. No, Ninja Hamster is correct. Damn it. <laughs> and I mean, what what else could this be about? But a cute, cuddly critter who's a, dressed up in ninja in ninja gear, going out and fighting the baddies of the of the animal world. Trains all day on his running wheel. Jumps out there. He's got his, his little shurikens. He throws them. You know. I mean. That, that's pretty much it. He's fighting other animal, oh, evil animals. I came back strong. Um, interestingly, <laughs> this is the the style of this game is that 
the ninja hamster actually didn't really move. He was sat in the middle of the screen and you press the left or right buttons to hit the animals as they fell to attack you. So nice. Yeah, a bit like an old school sort of Space Invaders style thing, except you're a ninja hamster. I'm there. I'm 100% there. Where do I play Cheating. this? I called Shenanigan. He Googled it. <laughs> I will send you my history, my search history. There's no, there's no ninja hamsters to be searched. It's all on this one then, Morgan. Yeah, Mike, so, over Morgan, to you. Morgan, you need both of these to... Uh, I'm ready. Ooh, I can do it. Pressure to win. Now. Oh, no. <laughs> then, heckle. Shane, have you got like a backup... Uh, tiebreaker question just in case i don't to... but i can get one while you're asking yeah <laughs> okay. all right i'll think really hard about it uh, okay so question 10 this is all to play for and the three games are air child land lady or seaman oh no <laughs> oh no air child land lady or seaman Oh God. Uh man. I'm gonna say Air Child. That is incorrect. Oh no, I've thrown it all away. Well, she's still got she's yeah. still got an opportunity if... to draw it. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought I was clear. Damn it. Same, same. <laughs> so uh, the, the game was Seaman. And... Oh my God, I knew it. I was so... going to say Seaman, but then I was like, no. So you should have gone with since the other correct game was Touch Dick and then we had Seaman. So, you know. You yeah. Yeah, so... I feel like I'm getting some very targeted questions here. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> All right. So I'm going to guess. Is, is it spelled S-E-A-M-A-N, I would guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All one word. All right, yeah. so I'm going to go straight sailor game. Like, it's a, you're, you're on a boat, much like in the famous song, and you are, you're just playing as a sailor, and you have to, like, mess with masts and, and sails and stuff. Okay. Is that your final answer? That's my... Hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's my final answer. <laughs> okay, that is incorrect. No, we are champions. <laughs> Whatever. I it's didn't a, even care about this game. It's a virtual <laughs> pet video game. The sea man is what? a weird fish creature with a human oh. face. I implore you all to look it up. <laughs> it is ridiculous. I know the creatures you're talking about now. They used to like market those for, for like a product. It oh looks like... wait, never mind. Not no. this. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Face on a fish. <laughs> oh man. Okay. What? Well, I don't feel bad about this anymore because I. That just proves that even in my worst nightmares, I wouldn't have thought of this. So I'm not <laughs> what sorry. Is this? So this entire game is that you would raise, you'd rear one of those fish human creature things no, as your pet. You. <laughs> oh my god! Because why oh. wouldn't you want that? I don't. Uh, well, yeah, I don't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's semen too? Oh god! <laughs> It was released for the PlayStation 2. What the hell? Wow, made it all the way to PS2. Incredible. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jarrett, 
I would say congratulations, but by nature, I'm a sore loser. So (laughs) (laughs) I wear my crown with pride today. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I hope you two enjoyed that, though. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was very fun. Fun game. We really like it was a genuine surprise what the topic was going to be. And I'm glad it's a game because I love I love games. I love trivia. And like hats off to you too for being able to pick like, 10 questions, three games, 30 games that like how would anyone ever have heard yeah. of them before? Never so, like, yeah. like, I mean, know? in yeah, in fairness, like um just to just to put that out there, I wrote down the 10 real games. We then okay. handed off the list to Ryan and said, Ryan, come up with 20 fake games for us. And he genuinely came up with all 20 fake games in under five minutes flat. <laughs> Wow! wow. Okay, well, then hats off to Ryan then, because that's incredible. Big. That's like P- that's creativity over nine thousand. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's where he excels. We were just like, yeah, you do that for us, and um, then we'll just take this. <laughs> we had to we had to come up with one tiebreaker, like, and we panicked. <laughs> Get him on the line. You're lucky I'm bad at things. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even finish coming up with the third one for the tiebreaker before you finished your answer. I got I got two in and then was like, oh no, she's lost. I don't need this anymore. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> well, thank you for create for crafting for us such a fun and 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 competitive game. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely our pleasure. Um so should we move on to something a little bit more serious now? <laughs> now that we've had, now we've had so much fun. Right, serious faces on. I'm re- I'm serious ready. faces on. We've got some serious news to talk about. I say that, and Mike's story isn't very serious, so he can start us off. Ace Ventura Three has been announced. I saw this sort of. Um, the, so the, the the writers of the Sonic movie, who must oh love Jim Carrey, are like, yeah, let's do Ace Ventura Three. So Amazing. it's been, it's been. I think it's been confirmed by that studio that they're working on it. So yeah, Jim Carrey is 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 back on form. I think. Yeah, I'm happy to see it. I'm glad that the yeah. Sonic movie put it back on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He needed it. Didn't he? Movie. Uh, everybody that I know saw that saw it said it was great. That it yeah. was. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I absolutely loved it. Yes, yeah, really Sonic was fantastic. I am concerned about this Ace Ventura announcement though. Because although I would love, I mean, I love both of the Ocean Tour films. I think they're fantastic films. Um, the 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 time frame between the last one and this one, I do have my reservations. Um, I look at, for example, the the recent Coming to America two film, wow. and uh, it does <laughs> does raise concerns around is the quality going to be the Ace Ventura quality that we know and love, um, or is it going to I mean, unfortunately, ho- hopefully they just sort of let Jim Carrey loose and. I mean, hopefully yeah. that's that's the real hope. And, and hopefully it's not yeah, like just... Dumb and Dumber too. Yeah. Exactly, like <laughs> that movie was rough. <laughs> yeah, but that's exciting. I mean, I'm still excited for it. I'm just cautiously excited. Yeah, I mean, I was a huge Ace Ventura fan, like growing up as a kid, like watching like comedians like that and like like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and. And, and oh, Ace Ventura, yeah. Liar Liar, those, um, those types of movies were just like my childhood. So I'm just excited for this. My inner child is happy. Did you? 
did any of you I'm watching the on um, the Ace Ventura movies, so I, I I'd have to cram the other two in real quick before I can see the third one. Oh, yeah, this so I mean, they're so good. That's so what I've always good. heard. I just it's just one that I'm like, why haven't I watched this yet? I need to rectify this. I need to correct this history pretty soon. Yeah, you do. You actually do. Yeah. Did any of you used to watch or have watched the Ace Ventura cartoon that came out as well? Yeah, I remember because no, that, that yeah. was oh, that no. was good. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. It's, Can't it remember. Sort of, who... It sort of looked like animation style, like the Mr. Bean cartoon that's that's around now. Oh, so okay. It's, like, it's similar looking to that, but um, but yeah, it was all the like Ace Ventura. I don't know who voiced it or not, whether it was Jim Carrey or not. But I remember like watching that as a kid and just being like, "Yes, more Ace Ventura." Yeah, I don't know if it was the same. Uh, if it was Jim Carrey or not, but it was the same writer who did um. The Jackie Chan Adventures TV show, like the cartoon for that, and he's also done like a couple of Transformers shows and it's also uh, amazing, yeah. And uh, the Batman ca- cartoon between like oh, 2004 2008, which was one of the really good ones. He wrote that as well. So it was oh, the cool. same writer who did those. Nice. I 100% just looked that up. So <laughs> <laughs> I did but, not just know that off the top of my noggin. But that Jackie Chan, <laughs> that Jackie Chan cartoon. That was one of the best cartoons ever made. Incredible. Fact. Yeah. My brother just texted me a picture of this because he just bought the DVD set. But did, you, did anyone watch the old Godzilla com- uh, cartoon from like no. after the American version? No. Nope. The American movie came out. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've seen a lot of the movies, but I've, I've Wait, never no, seen. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Cartoon. Yeah, I did. I did. I remember yeah, it was it, like yeah. this. It was still set in like. Or it had like the same characters from the American Godzilla movie, the the ninety eight movie, and they were all still in it. They added in like a couple extra, like the scientist guy who had a robot named Nigel that got constantly destroyed every episode. And my brother found it. We used to watch it. I think uh, Mogan, it would show on Fox here. And um, yeah, it was on, on the, we like had, mornings we or had afternoons Fox or something, or something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. Yeah, and so and so then they uh, and then he found the DVD set. In a store and like text me a picture and i said you better be picking that up no question said there wasn't a thought in my mind <laughs> i like that i kind of i kind of want to see that myself now because i'm a big godzilla fan i have to look into this yeah i, like yeah, I wonder i don't know if it's available to be streamed anywhere i'll have to, I'll have to look into that too i didn't think about looking for, for that because yeah it, just, it wouldn't be one it'd be one that i wouldn't mind watching again for just on the note sake. on the note of like these old cartoons just, just bringing back loads of memories uh, the mortal kombat cartoons anyone remember that yes no. <laughs> yeah i didn't watch the old ones i watched one of the newer movies that came out i found that Scorpion's so revenge i think so bizarre that it was just a an animated series of mortal kombat and it was so like at the time it was so controversial yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but like the the eighties and nineties, they literally didn't care what they made into cartoons. They, <laughs> yeah. No matter how, no matter how violent it was or how ridiculous the concept was, they were like, "Yeah, we'll just make a cartoon of it. Someone will love it." It's <laughs> yeah. true. Just, and they did. If, if someone will, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's all I've always had a morbid curiosity to watch the cartoon, uh, the Watership Down cartoon. Oh god, we talked about this like last episode, I think, with with Number One Gun. And that, God, that is depressing. That is a depressing cartoon. That's what I've heard, but I'm yeah. just like curious. I'm just, I was like, I need to know what this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Just, just, just go watch it. It's awful. Go right. watch it right. and, uh, and, and cry a lot. <laughs> I'm ready to be hurt. What's that? You like, you like cute animals? Get ready to cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So following on from that, Mogan, what news story have you got for us this week? My news story is nice and lighthearted, just like the game it hails from. In case you're not aware, it's by the time this episode comes out, it won't be. But today, uh, March 20th, is Animal Crossing New Horizons one year anniversary. It's officially been a year of the greatest game of all time, sort of. (laughs) Debatable. What's well, happy birthday? <laughs> happy birthday. What's weird about this, um, or what I find incredible about this, is that that one year period of Animal Crossing is literally the like it is the calendar that has taken up the entire lockdown of the UK. That game yeah. came out right at the beginning of lockdown. It was like the it was the perfect release window yeah. for everybody about to not be allowed to leave their house and need a a, a second world to go and spend their time in. <laughs> And now a year later, we're just ending that lockdown. <laughs> I would love to see, like, like on the multiple universes theory, I want to go to the other parallel universe where that game released and there was no lockdown, there was no Rona, and compare the sales numbers. Like, how yeah. much did the Rona help New Horizons? Because you've got to know it helped at least a little oh, and potentially a whole lot. I was going to say, I'd imagine it's massive. Yeah. I'd imagine it. so many people were just craving for that that need of something that not only felt like a, a second life because their own life they couldn't live, but um, just also in its simplicity. It's just so, so simple and easy and such a like take away from your, especially working from home, taking you out of that working life to just do something like picking turnips. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think it was such a great, a great, choice for socializing in game because there's no point to like having people visit your island in animal crossing i mean they're kind of busy they can tell you things they can give you stuff obviously but mostly this actually happened just the other night i had shooting stars on my island so i just opened up my gates and posted in a couple of servers that i'm in like hey i've got shooting stars come over if you want to and uh, two people i know and one person i have never met or spoken to before in my entire life showed up and we just sat around in my town and just like wished on shooting stars and played bridge troll where me and the rando would block the bridge and the other two would try to get around us and <laughs> like there's not really that much to air quotes do when your friends come over in animal crossing new horizons but you out of that absence you make your own fun and i think that's why it's such a great game to play with your friends because it's just it's like regular friend stuff you just derp around and have fun i mean this, yeah this game just reminds me of like the time that i lost my switch to my missus because i just couldn't get hold of it because she was just hooked on animal crossing <laughs> she was a turnip, a turnip salesman for like 90 percent of the day it's just that's all she would talk about was just turnips and just like <laughs> turnip prices and it's just like so literally, I, literally I, became the number one business woman woman of the UK yeah, for turnip like, sales. This game is weird, man. I'm like that's <laughs> <laughs> off. It's so funny because like people really will go to all of this effort to make sure that either they make bank off of it or to just help their friends make buku bucks in New Horizons for no gain like you don't really get anything out of it you're just being cool and it's like a it's it's just a good <laughs> game for building a sense of community in yeah it is really good 
yeah, it's, it's 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 done well. It's done really well. So yeah, well 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 done, Animal Crossing. Well done, well Animal done. Crossing. Good job. <laughs> so, Garrett, what have you got for us this week? Uh, so the new story I was going to bring is that we finally have the announcement of the latest installment in the Life is Strange series, which is yeah. one that I love a whole lot. Mogan loves it a whole lot. Mm. Uh, we've done several episodes across Life is Strange over on Team Chat, and uh, it's just one of our favorite series to talk about. So getting to see that a new one is coming is pretty exciting, and it looks like it's going to be offer a lot of new stuff and some new experiences for the series and also making a huge change that Mogan and I are both incredibly excited about. Oh, that's the best. Um, but Life is Strange True Colors is the title of the, mo- of the movie, not movie, game. And it comes out on September 10th. And uh, you'll play as Alex Chen. And it takes place in Haven Springs, Colorado. Not in Oregon, like I originally thought when the trailer started. And like how the other games started out in the Pacific Northwest uh Arcadia Bay, Oregon for the first game and then uh, Seattle for the second. And But the big thing that I am so excited about is that they are ditching the episodic format for the release, which I am just over the moon about because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. They said in the reveal that, you know, there are going to be chapter breaks where you like kind of, I guess, kind of like with um, Valhalla, where you, you reach a very definite like this part of the main story is over now, which they said you'll probably want to still take the breaks for emotional reasons, because I'm assuming just <laughs> like any other Life is Strange game is going to be emotionally gut-wrenching. And um, But still, this not having to wait, because I want to say it was over a year from the release of the first episode to the release of the final episode for Life is Strange 2. And in that time, so you're looking at like two, three-month gaps in between the five episodes that were released, and it you just lost all interest that was the yeah. big problem like you it would just awful. play episode one then you had to wait three months for episode two and it's only a two hour, like each episode's like two hours long so you just totally lost the flow of the game so i'm so excited to yeah. see them going uh ditching that model instead for the full complete release and it just looks like it's going to be a great time because uh alex's special superpower ability is that she has psychic empathy so she can like read and manipulate the emotions of other people and that's displayed in the game through like colorful auras that surround the npcs and other characters you interact with so it just looks like it's going to be a a a great successor i'm I'm pretty excited about it as far as just like continuing on the life is strange series and it's a new developer too uh deck nine is taking i was about to say that yeah it's not so deck nine also did before the storm didn't they yes yes they did yeah so this um, is but... which I actually still need to play. I I haven't uh, I played the first the the main games, but not the the side game at before the storm. And I need to uh, take care of that before I play True Colors because there are there is some crossover in terms of characters uh, that were in before the storm that are also going to be in True Colors. I liked before the storm. To be fair, I thought it was really good. Um, I've not played Life is Strange two or what well, the other one, the awesome Captain. Oh, that's right. The like demo for Life is Strange 2. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I never Captain played Spirit. that. Captain Spirit, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we played that one too. And it was good. It was good. But then it honestly, like, if I remember right, didn't it like kind of tarnish our initial view of the of the first game too? Because we thought we were going to be playing more or like interacting more with, with the boy and Captain Spirit. And then yeah, dude, just they, such a small side character in the, in the final game. Just, 
It was just a throwaway. Like it was just a demo <laughs> for a character that got mentioned once in oh, uh, the rest of the game. Uh, yeah, to, and to it like extent, so it totally like overinflated. And it, I guess it was Mogan and I's fault for you know trying to dig too deep into what potentially could be in this game. But it it totally like threw us off course of what we were getting in Life is Strange it's too. Just and I feel wild because like... that game had its own like story that they could have expanded on right. so much and they were just like nah we're not but, gonna do that i mean isn't that the whole like reason for that tease though is to literally just give you a tiny taste of this world and that's not even a fraction I guess of what so. you're seeing. i guess but it, but it was like it, it kind of just was like hit this kid that seemed like it was building up a mystery around the boy chris in yeah, Captain yeah. Spirit. it felt like it was building up like a, a mystery around him and his family and that just was like not not the case at all it was just yeah. a total misdirection and so we were kind of like huh interesting <laughs> okay well let's see where this goes then from here yeah i'm interested to see what um obviously with the we know the episodic changes coming but i'm interested to see what other changes deck nine are going to make now that they're now that they're um in charge of the the series well yeah. see what fully, they bring uh, in. it is going to be fully motion captured as well yeah interesting. that's a whole new thing isn't it which will look, which I'm sure will like up the the look of it a lot. And I mean, even just from the trailer, I mean, the game looks incredible, but like it looks even more just like natural in some of its animations and stuff like that. So I'm sure that's going to be a huge upgrade. Well, I've just had a, a, I was just going to say, I've just had a look at Deck Nine, and um, I feel like this is one of those games that this is basically the make like this is the game that could make them. So I feel like they're going to put a lot into it because looking oh, back yeah. at their their like history of games, they don't have a lot. That, uh, particularly the last game they made uh, was under a different name and that was back in 2013 um and then after that it was before the, and then it was before the storm and now this so i feel like this is their sort of almost their debut game if you don't because a lot of people i don't think necessarily realize that before the storm was under a different um, yeah i actually didn't I didn't different that. developer so we might see them like pull out all the stops just to kind of show who they are and what they can do yeah, that's interesting. Oh, look at that! They're actually based in Colorado, so they know exactly what that what that landscape they, looks the like. The minute they could <laughs> swing it, they were like, "We're getting out of Oregon, <laughs> bringing it home." <laughs> no, yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, the two takeaways for me were like the effects that her powers had, and um, how like if she, you know, empathized with someone that was like super angry then she would then be overtaken by that feeling and like mm -hmm. it's interesting sort of gameplay mechanic wise i think that's pretty cool yeah, yeah i'm really curious to see how that like translates over because you know obviously like max she could you know uh reverse time and all that stuff manipulate time and then in and well i don't want to spoil too much life strange if you're playing life strange too if you're planning <laughs> on playing that but still it's just like you know it was her, her power is different, and it's going to be interesting to see how much. Well, especially even too in Life is Strange 2, you didn't really even use the power that much. So yeah, it'll be which, interesting to see opportunity. Uh, how they do this. I'm very curious to see how they do it. But I bet, however, they do it, especially because like the colorful auras and all that stuff, it's going to be just mind blowingly, mind blowingly beautiful, I think. Yeah. And speaking of which, coming out alongside of True Colors, they are also releasing a remastered version um, of the mm, first right. Life is Strange. So if you did miss out on it, you'll be able to catch up. You don't have to, but you can. <laughs> um, my other takeaway from that trailer was the um, acoustic rendition of Creep by Radiohead. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was really good. cool. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of like um, <laughs> The Last of Us 2. 
and that, oh, that sort yeah. of like low-key like moment the... where the, she did the take on me yeah i thought they were like very very sort of similar but yeah yeah there, cool there's a moment. lot of similarities there that that particular scene but yeah no it does look really good it does it does look solid and that that kind of brings on to to the story i've bought this week which is the rest of the square enix presentation so did <laughs> did you guys i know mike you've seen it you watched it back did you two watch yeah. the square presentation yep. yes what did you think i thought it was good i thought like there was some stuff i was interested in for sure like outriders can is you know really getting my interest i've actually been kind of dabbling in the demo a little bit of that over the last week too and that game i think will be a lot of fun mm. um so that one i've always kind of curious to see more of what it's going to look like because i always enjoy the loot shooters we actually kind of talked about this a little bit on our episode where mogan and i both agreed that like those games are a lot of fun but we have to have a group who's going to play them we can't just like go off on our own because then yeah. we burn out really fast not having yep. the, the, the group for like the raids and all that stuff really kind of takes away the enjoyment so it's like i'm yeah. watching it and being like excited about it but i also want to be like ah, I, I i need to know who's going to play it with me if i get it basically but yeah it looks definitely really cool. that's it it's one of those games that's like you need the discussion with you your friends group first to to know yeah, who's right. playing it and... yeah so so for anyone who didn't see the um the square enix presents uh it kicked off with with outriders we got to see a bit of an extended gameplay of Outriders, they got to show. They showed us a little bit more around that around that game. And uh, as Jack said, it, I mean, it looks like a fun loot shooter for me. It's not. It's not a day one purchase. Get out there straight away. But it's definitely something I'm going to pick up and have a have a play around with at some point. Um, but like you say, it's heavily on having people to play it with. Um, but for if you're on Xbox, it's going straight to Games Pass, I believe. Oh yeah, day, right on day oh, one. Nice. So. Yeah, so if you're an Xbox player, you can pick that up straight away without any extra cost. I mean, as we've seen with previous games that didn't do so well, like Anthem, without that solid player base, it's just not going to go anywhere. So I mm -hmm. think that's a good move on their part. Make sure they have a, yeah. a really strong player base at the outset. For sure. Yeah. It's the same with anything that launches as like a PS Plus title, you know, for the, the free games. Exactly. Like anything that launches like that just automatically has like the player base there, and that's it's just yeah. a running head start. Like, yep, yeah, definitely, exactly that. Um, Square then went into a little bit of a, a mobile showcase, and they showed off Just Cause for mobile and Space Invaders AR, which both were a bit weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that the Space Invaders one looked interesting. Uh, I'm not a personally a fan of the Just Cause games, so that one didn't ping any interest for me. But AR Space Invaders, okay, I'd give that yeah. a shot. Yeah, yeah, it's, one, it's, it's definitely an interesting concept. Whether whether it's going to last, because I don't know whether the AR feature is going to become almost is it one of those features that's just going to get really tiresome really quickly, um, or is it something that's actually going to like hold your attention for a long period of time is it just going to be gimmicky this yeah. is gonna it's going to what, what we're gonna have to wait and see yeah um when i think yeah. of like ar i think of pokemon go um and that of was which very, everyone like, turned off yeah, the AR after about a day <laughs> after i photographed like a you know a magic carp in my pint or whatever at the pub <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just turned Which, after that. Fair, that is still solid gold a hundred percent um, I kind of thought like maybe it was something where like you could project, you know, you could play it with a friend and like the board would, the 
would project on like the side of a building or on a wall or something like that, you know, on your phone, obviously. Oh, but, that'd be cool. You know, that would be kind of cool if you could do it that way. Again, that definitely does, even in my head, like come across as more of a gimmicky thing, but still, I'd that'd be a fun party game. Yeah, that'd be sick for parties. I'd be down with that. Yeah. That, yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be good. I think um, the party game element like, is like. Sorry, Morgan. From a developer standpoint, that Square Enix is one of the few that is consistently willing to like engage with mobile. I think that's kind of something that they're a little bit unique about, actually. Yeah. I know Ubisoft tends think... to dabble in mobile quite a bit as well, don't they? But... I think some of the others do. Go and that one was fun. Or Lorecroft Go, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I think some of the other companies do dabble in mobile. They just don't do as good a job of it, so they don't shout about it as much. Whereas Square generally do a fairly good job of it, so they're they're more willing to to shout about it when they've done a good job on it. Whereas yeah. some of the others, yeah. I mean, you look at some of the Ubisoft like um, mobile games, or even just the um, the apps that they've had to go with their games, and most of them don't work or don't work very well or really frustrating to use and actually make the game more, less playable than it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's that's Ubisoft for you sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, moving forward, we then had an excruciatingly long look at the latest DLC for Avengers. Oh, my God. Oh my God yeah. <laughs> which Unending. felt like it went on forever. <laughs> I was so glad that I was actually watching the pre- the presents afterwards. I was watching the VOD um, and I was like, skip. Because yeah, I looked yeah. at the tracker and I was like, oh my God, this just keeps going and going. <laughs> so after the first initial bit, I was like, skip. I'm skipping straight to the end of this. You saved yourself some some time because yeah, yeah I, had, I was watching it live and I was sitting there, but I totally checked out. I was just like, this. nothing about this game has attracted me to it. And like... Yeah, it just, I was just like, no. What? Hawkeye? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye is... um, My favorite character. (laughs) He's not the selling character after a game that's been struggling, is it? And interestingly, I read about the Hawkeye DLC earlier today. And so bearing in mind that the game launched back in September, they had to wait three... If you were a fan, you had to wait three months to get Kate Bishop, who is also a Hawkeye. And then you had to wait another three months to get another Hawkeye. You've now got <laughs> two Hawkeyes. Like um, so your first six months of content is two of the same character, except one's male and one's female. Um, but the apparently Hawkeye's campaign takes about an hour and 40 minutes to complete. And then after that, there is nothing to do. Wow. So after oh, no. six months of waiting, oh, no. you get two hours of gameplay. <laughs> wow, that's stunning i yeah. mean Whoopsies. you you would think that after the abysmal job that they've managed to do with the game so far that they would have prioritized that black panther release which actually seemed like the far more interesting one but i Absolutely. guess not yeah. no and the, even the black summer for that yeah so that's That'll another be, yeah, four to six months before black panther's gonna come out oh my god i mean if it actually does manage to come out if they don't scrap the game before then i will be actually uh, surprised and a little impressed well yeah yeah there is that but there's also the concern of and i know a couple of uh, people that are still playing the game that are genuinely concerned about this is that when the game launched there was a and it was printed on the box a uh, promise 
for all PlayStation purchases of a free Spider-Man DLC, which still has yet to be undated. Mm. Um, and that was meant to come out beginning of this year, originally. It was, it was, it was targeted for March this year, I believe. Um, and that's completely, currently completely undated. Currently has no idea when it's come out. And we know the next deal season for another four to six months, which means Spider-Man could be another Yikes. eight plus months away. Maybe we'll Uh-oh. get another Hawkeye yeah. in, in that time, just to fill that gap. Like a third Hawkeye. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm sure they, I mean, there probably is a third Hawkeye in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. I'm sure they can find one. <laughs> Isn't? I'm pretty sure there's like a... A UK version of Hawkeye in the Marvel Universe. It's called something else. They can just bring him in. They're probably yeah, just going to re-release both Kate Bishop and Hawkeye as Hawkeyes, and it's just going to be like co-op campaign. Very, very possible. Um, you know, I'd, I'd follow- be more excited for like some B-list hero, like Squirrel Girl or something yeah, like that. Give us the weird ones. Marvel, release the weird characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it was this... great that they, that they started off with Kamala Khan, you know, as as being the, the main character of the of the base game, and that's awesome. But, yeah. like, then it just immediately fell into the characters we already all know. Yeah, and who doesn't love Squirrel Girl? She's She can control squirrels. What isn't yeah. there to love about this? <laughs> exactly. It's all right there. The possibilities are all in front of you if you'll yeah. just embrace them. Just release the squirrel exactly. coat. I know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, so following on from that excruciatingly long Avengers clip, we then had a, a really weird uh, dive into the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider, which didn't actually cover a lot about any games, but a lot about a statue. <laughs> They I really like, yeah, liked this. this. I was like, "Yeah, cookbook, hell yeah, survival." Yeah, a cookbook. <laughs> just like uh, a weird, random thing to throw on. And it's, it. Yeah, like, it's very strange. A cookbook. So we had a Tomb Raider cookbook, a, a Tomb Raider anime, and a Tomb Raider statue with like the three main focuses. And then on the end, they were like, "Oh yeah, also we're we're releasing the Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy as a remaster." But that was like a, an end for after the cookbook. <laughs> And the statue. I was really reason. excited about the statue because, <laughs> um, like, my best mate growing up, he ho- always had like a Laura Croft statue in his bedroom, and I was always dead jealous of it. So I, I just want this statue just to. Oh, it's your it's your time to shine. Yeah, that's Finally it. That's it. Have the better statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm curious as as well with the Tomb Raider anime. Who's developing that? Because I've not heard anything about this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I Really surprised that they didn't even show like concept art. They just mentioned it in passing, which mm. I thought was a little a little odd. And it's through Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's through Netflix. It continues the story from the games. I'm just having a look now. I mean, if I it's, if it's the with Castlevania the theme, that'd be so. Yeah, good. too. And, and Blood of Zeus in Austin. Yeah, Blood, Blood of Zeus as well was really good. Yeah, yeah, but we need to watch Blood of Zeus too. But yeah, I wonder. I mean, that kind of seems to be their go-to for them for their anime series. So maybe or just for their video or game their animated series. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. Not their anime stuff. That's true. Um, it yeah. says here it's being developed by Legendary, but I don't hmm. know oh, okay. who Legendary so like a, are. Isn't that the same? Didn't they do the? Isn't that the studio that does the live-action movies too? Like their I logo think, is like the all like I weird think so, like, yeah, yeah. thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Legend. So I've just 
yeah, you're right. They have a side part called Legendary Animation. I'm just going to see what they've done um, to give us an idea. Legendary Animation. If I can find... I've got this part out. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just talk while, uh, while I find it. I mean, I'm uh, also trying to find it because it's like, what a, what a new yeah. I hate it when businesses do this, where they make the name of whatever their business is so generic. Like, legendary animation could turn up in Google as 35 most legendary anime of all time. It's like, no, I'm looking for a business, and you're making it so hard for me to find that. Interestingly, though, legendary are the ones that have got the Mass Effect film as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's just come up on my list. Um, no, I mean, I can't find it. I'll have to do some research later because I can't find what they've done before. Yeah. Well, um, very but list anymore. That's, uh, that's exciting. Then, then we went into the, uh, did we go into the Life is Strange stuff? I can't remember which order this came in. We had the Life is Strange stuff, but then we had Forspoken, which is that yeah. Project that's Afia game, mm-hmm. which yep. looks stunning. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah, this did look really. I good. saw somebody. I saw somebody tweet out. Um, remember the like tech demo video that Epic Games I think released. Yeah. Of stuff that they had made on the PS5, and everybody was like, you know, this is just a game that's in development. But then somebody like put the the one of the like big still images from that next to a still image of Project Athia, and you're like, oh, so Got they, it. yeah, this yeah. is maybe where that tech is going towards because man, Let's it looks good. It in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks insane. Interestingly, it's uh, going to PC and it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive, like console exclusive. It's not going to Xbox. I'm not hmm. super surprised about that. Um, but, you know, kudos to PS5, I guess. Yeah. Good job, Square Enix. Get them exclusive dollars. <laughs> yeah, why not? And um, I mean, it's coming in 2022. It looks incredible. And I've just remembered what game I missed. And it was... The, probably this well after project Lafia, in my opinion it was the second best game they showed and i completely am upset that i missed this balan wonderworld looked incredibly mental in the best kind of way that's so funny that you say that because jared and i probably both i know that he had the exact same facial expression i did when you were like oh yeah the other best game both of us were probably like there was another <laughs> game because we both <laughs> Just like I, I'm actually really interested to hear your take on it because Jared and I are like, "What is this?" Yeah, I, I could put head of it. it. I so, think, to give us the hot take. I think that that is why I'm so interested because it's I, I don't know what it is, but it looks beautifully mental in the most <laughs> ridiculous of ways. Is it like the it looks like the platformer type one? Yeah, I it, oh, I mean, right, yeah. only way I can really describe it is it to me it looks like Little Big Planet on LSD. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I can say. Like I don't know what it's about, but it's colourful, it's mental. There's puzzle solving. There's a bit in the trailer where you see the the one of the characters has to turn into a cannon to shoot things to solve a puzzle. And I was like, I don't understand anything that's happening right now, but I want to be involved in it. <laughs> Um, but there is a demo out. I've yet to play it yet. Oh, but that's that? coming to Switch. It kind of reminds me of like PS5. old um, like PS1, PS2 games like Glover and you know those really obscure ones that like hardly anybody played. But 
um, looked really fun, like Pandemonium on, on PS1. It's like just this really obscure, weird sort of drug fueled world. <laughs> like it looked like it was like. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's made by two uh, ex- um, Sega guys. The director uh, actually directed um, a shed load and worked on pretty much all of the original Sonic games. Oh, um, and the artist who's, uh, who's like come up with the mental art in that game also worked on pretty much all of the Sonic games. And uh, do you remember the, the Xbox game Blinks, the Time Sweeper? It was like a cat that... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Those, those, those types of games where it's just like this really obscure like platforming with a wacky, zany character. like It just looked like that. I, I mean, I'm all for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think it's one of those games that, especially if you've got uh, children like in your family or that you play with um it's gonna be one of those games you can pick up with a kid like i've obviously thinking of ryan or uh, mike who have yeah, got yeah. kids that they can play games with it looks like it's going to be that real family fun puzzle solving just something that you can pick up do a couple of levels with with your with your son or daughter um and then put it down but at the same time it's going to be colorful and mental and you feel like you're on a drug trip afterwards and it's <laughs> going to be just a lot of fun is my <laughs> view on it the comparison like, to the old pandemonium games that that i haven't heard that name in a long time yeah that's, that, that's like what one, of, one of my first like ps1 games so always like well i think us too i remember yeah. playing it and being like are we jumping on watermelons i don't <laughs> understand <what's> <laughs> <laughs> amazing but yeah that was that was square enix it's a pretty pretty decent showing to be honest yeah um, that was pretty, a lot of stuff yeah. was pretty cool yeah i think they like yeah, managed they expectations did. didn't they like they literally tweeted that, out what yeah. they were gonna show. They showed it, yeah. and then they showed like one surprise. So, yeah, yeah, that was their strongest point: is that they, unlike the other companies that have shown stuff so far this year, is that they one hundred percent managed their expectations. No one, yeah. no one went into that expecting to see something like that. They didn't announce. They it was just right. We know what we're getting. It's going to be a bit of fun. Um, although, although I did see in the YouTube comments, like when I was rewatching the VOD. Um, people are asking to just show Elden Ring. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, release the Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll 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 see when that eventually gets released. Yeah, someday. <laughs> but um, I mean, that's that's it for the news for this week. So uh, that's it for the Mike. episode, then, isn't it? Um, yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna yeah, do sure. the the thing? I'll do the thing. So that's been this week's episode. <laughs> We've did the thing. Um, so join us next week where we have a, a very, very special guest, uh, Stan Bush, uh, with us. So, so excited. Yeah, Amazing. we're real excited for this one. Um, so yeah, just subscribe and then you'll get you get a notification. We also have um, a Discord open now, which we just opened the other day. So if you want to like carry on these chats and conversations, you can join us there. We're pretty active in that Discord. Um, and yeah, that's it. Catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. Triple FD.
Triple XP.